Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. There has always been a stereotype that black people don't swim. But we are here to tell you that we do, and we are good at it. I am Coach Adrian. I'm Dr. Shira. We are the hosts of the Swim Culture Podcast. We want everyone to know that aquatics has always been a part of the black culture and experience since the beginning of time. From scuba diving to fishing to the Olympics and surfing, we have done it all and are still doing it. Make sure you tune in and dive into the culture. The Swim Culture. Teachers in Georgia. Yeah. Heard about now. um, Georgia has a seven-year-old boy who passed away from COVID, and he was with two other people. Yeah, I think he was with his grandparents, and they both passed away from COVID. That is crazy. And then he passed away, and they didn't find out until like they didn't know what it was. At first, I think they thought he just had some type of odd seizure or something. Mm-hmm. And figured out like that the news article updated, and it came back that um, two weeks later that he actually had COVID. So that was oh my crazy. goodness, that's pretty that's pretty frightening. And that they, they are trying to even there's a, even in a debate about people going back to school. And I mean, yeah. I think I'm okay with my child missing a year of learning something that he's probably not going to ever use. Um, besides, that's yeah. another conversation. <laughs> All right, versus getting sick, you know? Yeah. So, I know you're an academia in the college area. I know a friend of mine works for a university, and she said that they're opening up the doors um, for them to come back on campus. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. The dorms, they ain't wasting that money. They they done built like three new dorms on campus. Because in the rule, the rule, right, is like if you at least go to school for the first 30 days of the semester, you can keep all the money, right? Now, don't get me to lying about the financial aid and all of that stuff. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to. But money that the school there, there is, there is, there are. I, I can see that happening because there are stipulations. We have to report certain things yeah. if students are in class by a certain day. Um, I always say, you know, follow the money, and you know. But I mean, for well, I've been having conversations with my, you know, my department chair. Um, there have been concerns about the swimming class. Right now, I my classes are full to the capacity that they are allowing, dealing with Corona, um, and so. Um, there aren't, for my research, aren't any other organizations or uh, places that are holding group classes. And so she, I don't know. I, so by next week, I'm, it's going to be figured out because some of the other instructors like, absolutely not. We're not doing this today. I, I, nope. So, yeah. Then how do you be protected, right? How do you protect yourself? So I was also reading another article on mm-hmm. CNN about the face mask. Mm-hmm. 
Because I always question, I always had that question too. Like, which face masks are most effective? Mm-hmm. So the ones that I've been using have been from you that you've made me. Shout out to Sharon Nicole. And um, another. I mean, I included a filter with it. Right. So, so that's what I'm going to say about the article. They said mm-hmm. that the N95 mm-hmm. and the ones that people are making at home are actually the most effective ones. It's the, um, you know, the ones that, you know, those running ones that you get when you're running, they have the um, fleece in them. You never run. (laughs) Sorry, there's a whole lot of running going on upstairs. And I'm like, what is happening? Anyway. Fleece ones that people have used, like most runners use them. Uh Uh-huh. They actually said those the worst. I've seen people who pull them up. They have the one like a sleeve and you pull them up over your face. They said those Ones because it's something about you know I guess when it's when you think about the sweating it's supposed to break mm-hmm. down the sweats or whatever so okay. imagine breaking down the virus which makes it even easier. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was interesting to find out. And then you know how some people have like those knitted. I've seen like mm-hmm. people knit their masks and they said, of course, absolutely, you know, those are the worst because they got the big holes in them. Yeah, it's um I've seen people running with them with the mask on. It just seemed like I don't know for me after it's and it's hot, summertime, 90 some degrees. It seemed like it's just so hard to breathe. I can't imagine like going for a run and then like when I go walking around my neighborhood, I mean I'm not in the open air. I I really I don't wear I don't know disclaimer. I might I know I might be totally wrong, but there's nobody around me. So I'm just I'm going on the walk. They're hot. Hot. Okay. Yeah, they're really hot to say the least. That's why I like that. Get that that um, I like my shield. Uh huh. I did ask you about that because I was like, I need to, I need to invest in this if I am going to be. Because my teaching. shield goes all the way around, and then even yeah. like here, I have the like you know the goggles or whatever, but it has yeah. kind of stops anything from coming this way. And, yeah. You know, and then yeah, I you look like you a nurse at the at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. But I can talk to my kids that way too. Right, right, right. Going it's so muffled. I can't even talk yeah. on my phone anymore in the in the store. Yeah. And stuff. So I like that, but we got to just keep ourselves. Well, so we have. To, I have to decide on whether or not my son is going to go back to. Well, I'm just struggling going back to daycare and stuff. Like you need the like the time to do work because we're like my husband and I are both working from home, so we're on our computers throughout the day, and I don't want to leave him. But there was a case of. Uh, COVID at his daycare uh, like two weeks ago. And so I'm struggling with that right now. Anyway, but we building up this immune system though. That's one, yeah, one right, thing. Right, right, right. So, um, with this, uh, these supplements and turmeric and uh, elderberry and sea uh, moss right. and, and things like that. And then switching our alternatives to what we're drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those sugary drinks and... Um, you know, all that the drinks that just are unhealthy, we know sugary yeah, sodas and sodas. Like yeah, it's not good. We gotta switch over to things that kind of help our gut health. Like mm-hmm. was it kombucha? Yes, kombucha. I think that's how you pronounce it. We have an expert who's gonna come on and tell us how we pronounce right. it. As a matter of fact, correctly she's like, own vendors <laughs> yes. for mm-hmm. it. makes her own. I've actually had it. It's Really, 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 really good. It's actually the first time I ever had it. I had it. And next time I come to Atlanta, because we're gonna be there in a second. You know, I'm manifesting this in the atmosphere that we're gonna be back. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got something um, to do. Yes. Um, 
And you know what? Hold on, pause. I'm the, let me tell you. I woke up. My sister called me, and did you did you see it was an earthquake? Yeah. <laughs> I felt none of that. Like it was a five point one. I woke. I was like, my husband was like, "Did you feel?" That? No, I was asleep. I, I would. I don't know, but I, and then did you did y'all? Because I heard like I saw red. It was like a CNN article that like in, you could feel some of it in Georgia. I didn't feel any this time. There was one okay. that happened like a, a year or so ago. It might, it might not even been a year ago, but I remember it happening maybe a year ago now. And I re- I felt that one because it, okay. like, uh, it wasn't a year ago. It was more than a year ago. I felt that one because I thought it was the trains okay. behind my apartment, but yeah. it was actually earthquake. I Every time there has been an earthquake, I have yet to feel it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm disconnected. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not disconnected from the earth. I know. I just be asleep. Yeah, so... That first one um, that was because it, it shook. You know, yeah. I don't want to feel I don't want to feel that at all. So Back to the kombucha. Yes. I just had to iterate. I just had to... I don't... But back to it. Yeah. All right. So um, you want to introduce Miss Kamiko? You just did. Come on in. All right. So we have Miss Kamiko Lawrence um, as our guest today. Hello. 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 How are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, I am so, fantastic. Awesome. All right. So she is the founder of Harmony Wellness Angels. And like we mentioned before, um, she has created um, Kombucha um, and as a Black-owned um, distributor of that that drink. So we're gonna talk about. Oh, you're also um, a yoga instructor as well. So we're gonna talk about all that greatness, and um, also tie it back into the relationship with the water and aquatics and things like that. I have some questions. I know Adrian has some questions. So let's get the conversation started. Absolutely. All right. So could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us some background information. How you wow. came about? Yes. Becoming the founder of Harmony Wellness Angels. Yes, ma'am. So first of all, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Coach Adrian uh, reached out to me. Um, she's actually experienced one of my yoga offerings and that we connected through a mutual friend. So the first thing I want to do is just express gratitude for being here with you all today. Um, I'm always appreciative when I have an opportunity to, uh, you know, just share what I do and especially um, because healing is the thing that I, in my heart, know that we all need, right? So so I was listening to you guys, um, just your conversation, and I took some notes just on, you just touched on all the things, right? Like this living through COVID, Dr. Asher, um, you know, struggling with your child, like what to do with your decision. I am a mom of five, just by way of Um, a little bit about me. Um, I've been homeschooling my children for the past 19 years. So the fact that we are in this day of COVID where parents are struggling with like, what do I do? And what does that look like? And having kids home is so different from the littles all the way to the bigs, right? Because my oldest now is 29 and we first started homeschooling when he was 11. The remainder of my children under him were all born into this realm of homeschooling. And we just kind of made our way through. Um, they did transition the uh, as they got older, like once they got to the high school years and for various reasons, because the reason why we started homeschooling in the first place is because uh, I have four sons 
And as a, a black mother with black sons, there was just a lot going on in the school system that uh, let's just say I did not feel was a benefit to my son, particularly, you know, I see my, my black children in these classrooms and just, I'm not gonna get into the what happened specifically, but I will say that as a parent, I knew early on that I was the one who had my child's best interest at heart above and beyond anyone else. And the other piece about that is that we were blessed because like you, Dr. Ashley, you know, my husband and I both have been sort of, I was laid off of my corporate job. I did work in corporate for many years, but then um, we were both at home and I see your baby in the background yeah. and that's wonderful. And so I, um, we were able to allow me to because there's certain dynamics that happen in order to be able to homeschool. It's not as easy as it may sound. And yeah. it's a, a huge commitment and it requires a great deal of sacrifice on the family. So that being said, I, I will say that my homeschooling background has benefited me during this particular time because keeping my kids home was an easy decision. Even my teenager, they're teenagers now, right? Yeah. My daughter who's 13 has never been in a traditional school and oh, well, it's not going to happen right now. Right. I have so many questions. Look, that is a whole, I need to bring, I need to bring you back for a whole nother conversation because my husband is like a shearer. What are we going to do? And I'm like, um, I really feel like yeah. I would love to have him here with us because mm -hmm. I, I, it's going to be like, I'm just like, it's, it's going to, it's inevitable. It's going to be another person oh, yeah. that has it. It's going to like a yeah. teacher may have it. I don't, you don't know. People are out and about doing their thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know. We may, we may get, I don't know. And so, and to again, that whole other conversation about the black boys in the school, the, okay, so another episode, and I don't want yes. to. <laughs> 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 so I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. Because I oh will share, and I will share my journey. I will share okay. things I've learned. The, like, these are some things to look out for. Ultimately, yes. it becomes your own experience, right? You make it your own. It's as unique as your child. So I can't tell you, do this, Ashira. This is what's going to work for your child. I can share with you what worked for mine. And given that I've had a, like a handful, a serious handful, yes. I've had to adapt and adjust for each one of them is what I'm yes. saying. Right. no one right way and don't ever let anybody tell you that but however i have a strong belief and i'm proof positive that you can and it does work with two parents at home working it's it's my you know part of a lot is mindset how you're going to adapt to this situation yeah but i will tell you that my my number three son what was scheduled to attend campus so that was the next conversation you all jumped into so yes. he's headed to um, he's full scholarship, um, and I shall not name the. I heard you say that you know not. I'm so I'm not naming the school, and I won't do that. But <laughs> however, because of the resources that the school has, there is no uh, jeopardy in terms of losing the money. In fact, the school mm -hmm. has said they will pay the student. They still will give them their housing allowance if they stay home. Uh, they wow. were initially giving them the option. We just got word that officially virtual classes all the way that around. That sounds like a that sounds like a PWI-ish. Yeah. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Because they have the resources. Okay. Right. They, we can talk about it. But but oh, but I just say that my son, who is very scientifically and data driven, 
made the decision to stay home even when there was an option because simply because, and I say this because of, you know, like what you, you mentioned that, you know, it's just gonna keep getting worse. Well, the data says that I'm not even understanding. This is the crazy part I don't understand. If there are no if people are dying, what's the difference if school is open? If you if people are sick and not able to, who cares? Like the economy, what? You don't have lives. People are dead and dying. And so the I, I don't understand the thinking behind, you know, well, we gotta get to open school. We gotta it's open It's all about money and all about them. I'm it's it's agreed and it's like and and the and the people who have the resources, who have the access aren't worrying like I have conversation like my husband and I have all these conversations all the time and like listen these Elon Musk people going to the moon to the these space stations when earth like and I, I don't in no way believe that you can destroy the earth like but you can make it where it's not sustainable for us to survive. Like right. life is going to be here but oh these people they the ones who have the resources they 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 not worried about nothing. They're not they got underground bunkers. They have <laughs> cold so neighbor. I mean, but what so. I will say is that it behooves us to do what we can to create what we need. Okay, yes. and that's going to segue into my next yes. piece. So, in terms of the yo, just you know, and and these things weave into one another, right? I can tell you, like you know, Mama Five. I've been married for twenty five years. My husband and I, you know, we have. Um, we both have our own businesses and we we work together to you know support our family been homeschooling for 19 years etc and so on my in my yoga space right so so wellness this is the thing my the, my thing that i say all the time self care is health care mm-hmm. okay so taking care of yourself is is a number 1 right so now the how we do that there are many many roads to this this thing called wellness right mm-hmm. i also believe that wellness is not one thing it's not physical health it's not just mental health it's mental physical financial spiritual emotional it's all it's like a pie right yeah, so we talk about the, they're interrelated they are it's like yeah. that venn diagram right they're all connected and what mm-hmm. pieces connect to one another is is the degree that we will be well in my 22 years of traveling this path of yoga, um, you know, it has been the key tool for me that has kept my sanity, you know, my mental health and, and all the things that I manage. And by the way, I too am, I love to swim. I just want to say that and how movement, right, is part mm-hmm. of that, uh, that sort of that pie that we incorporate. So yoga, when people think about yoga, some people think about all, you know, some of the poses and the things that people do and achieve, you know, in terms of flexibility in their mind. When I think, and what I say is that, well, you know what? If you're flexible, you're flexible. Like these <laughs> things are not separated, right? Mm-hmm. They go mm-hmm. together. So we we aspire, we work every day because I'm a student of yoga, just like everybody else. This is a, mm-hmm. an ancient practice that's been around for thousands of years. So, you know, even though I've been teaching for over 10 years now, 12, maybe years now, I still study this practice. I still, mm-hmm. you know, apply and iterate and I still incorporate. I know that movement is, is very important for my body. So, you know, Swimming is like a meditation because when you're in that water and you're just, you know, you're alone and you're, you know, you, wherever you are, open water, pool, you're either eyes closed, goggles down, you're just, you're in it, right? And so yoga is right. 
similar in that way. But the beauty of the yoga practice for me, it doesn't matter what physical practice you engage in, yoga can complement that practice, mm-hmm. right? If right. you're not, you know, whatever you choose, if you're a runner, if you're a swimmer, if you play tennis, whatever it is you do, yoga can complement that from the physical side and enhance that from the mental side, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it just depends on how you choose to use that uh, that tool in your toolkit. I say yoga adds years to your life and life to your years. And I only say things that I know apply to me. Um, mm-hmm. At my age, I'm well over half a century, well over. I'm not like, you know, when I say well over, okay. It has added years to my life and life to my years. You don't get to maintain quality of life unless you take care of yourself, particularly as we age, we deal with children, we deal with relationships, we deal with work. Like, you know, stress is another, right? Like stress can be through the roof. And so I tie that back to yoga because, you know, this has helped me in terms of my my own stress levels. Right. And then you guys talked about, oh, my gosh, you mentioned gut health. (laughs) So the connection between yoga and gut health. So the gut, you know, and again, each one of these things can be a whole conversation. But I will say this about your gut health. Your gut is your body's garden. It is the body's microbiome from a scientific perspective. And when your your gut is also, it, this is science, ha, it's a second brain. It's like your heart. I was just about to say that. Yes, it's its yeah. own system, right? The heart, right. right? The gut, right? So we say things like, you know, I feel it in my gut. I got a gut feeling. Well, the reason why we say that is because that gut is speaking to you. It's thinking. It has its own mm-hmm. brain. And so what we choose to put into our gut by way of this vehicle right here mm-hmm. is, is key to how we're feeling and everything else that, right? Because if you're not taking care of your body, your gut health, you will suffer in some way. Some mm-hmm. disease will show up as a result of lack of gut health. So for me, uh, part of what I do, part of, because I totally know that there's no one way, as I always say, there are many road, many paths, right, to, to enlightenment, whatever you right. want, to do, right? So let's not get like, this is the, this is not the thing, right? Some people take supplements, some people, you know, people are vegan, people are vegetarian, people, you know, subscribe to different philosophies as to how to care for that body, mm-hmm. that internal but I have chosen to incorporate, this is a product. So this is my kombucha, as you said, um, Adrian, and it is kombucha. It's spelled okay. K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A, kombucha. However, my brand, and I'll put it up close, is kombucha. The alternative, okay. Yes. So that's a branding thing, right? Yeah. Right. So that that is yes, and we are here in the um, Atlanta area. Uh, we are fully and wholly black-owned, woman-owned, and we're very proud of that. Um, you know, whole other conversation in terms of industries, right? Like uh, this industry is dominated by white male culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we're not here. It's just that we don't have that same light. We're not on those same stages yet. We are. You know what I'm saying? We're, mm-hmm. com- we're there. We're coming. So just, you know, 
we're coming is all I'll say. So the kombucha is a fermented tea. I just showed you one. This is my sun goddess. So let me just say, I have a line I call goddesses of the galaxy. And, and the reason why I call them that is because I have sun, I have a flavor called moon, I have earth. So I bought two flavors. I bought two guests to the party. You know, you don't want to bring too many guests when you're invited to a party. <laughs> So I said, okay, let me not bring everything. Let me just bring some things. But Dr. Asher, you mentioned, you know, taking care of your gut health, like turmeric. Okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's just like queuing me in. My sun goddess, my sun goddess contains turmeric. This is mango, pineapple, ginger, turmeric. That one is good. That's the one I had. And I bought that one a few yes. of them. And that yes. one was amazing. She is my top seller. And I refer to them as she just because... I'm yeah. sure, right? Mm -hmm. So my top seller. Then we have our moon goddess, and our moon goddess contains blueberry elderberry that you okay. make very good for your immune system, right? Yes. Like so mm -hmm. and, and, and acai and ginger. And as I say and said this often, is that each of the ingredients that we choose to flavor our kombucha with, um, they are ingredient, they are carefully chosen for the benefits of those ingredients themselves. Mm -hmm. So without any flavoring can stand on its own. When you add turmeric and ginger and, you know, pineapple and mango, each one of those things has their own benefit, mm -hmm. right? We talk about elderberry, you know, people may or may not know this. Many know this. I, I try not to say what people know or everybody knows, because that's not a true statement, but elderberry is excellent for the immune system. We find on the market these elderberry syrups and, you know, elderberry inf infused this and that because it supports the immune system. Mm -hmm. So kombucha does that. It supports the immune system, right? It supports the gut health that we were talking about. And what that means is that it infuses that good. It helps to put back that good gut bacteria. Some people, the term is probiotic, probiotic. right? Right. People take probiotic pills and different, you know, foods. And, and so it's a fermented tea. Right. It's a fermented tea and, and fermented um, just for clarity, for, for anyone who may not know, uh, fermented foods are things like sourdough bread, yogurt, pickles, kimchi, sauerkraut. They go through a process of sitting, a process of time, for lack of a better, you know, I'm trying to give like a visual of what it means to be fermented. Like wine too, right? Wine, mm -hmm. wine, right? Yeah. Red wine, any wine is fermented. It's like right. they go through a process where they sit and they and they develop these particular flavors. They sour, they actually sour. That's really, the, the association with fermentation is the sourness. Because if you talk about your palate, there are like basic four, you know, salty, sweet, sour, bitter. Those are the four things that, you know, are, are on our palates. In America, we are a salty, sweet nation. Mm -hmm. We are salty, sweet, which is what is killing us, which is what makes us more susceptible to these illnesses and things yeah. that in our body. It's the salty, sweet, right? So yeah. how, how do we uh, get into the sour? How do we give our bodies what it needs that bitter? What are some of those foods? And those are the things we should be ideally. So we're learning more and more. We're trying to do better about this coming to this um, this way of eating. Like I heard you say, um, Adrian, like, you know, we need to not stop with the sugary drinks and stop with the, you know, the juices and the sodas of the world and things like this. So this kombucha falls in the line of what they call functional beverage. And the functional beverages are the, the more, quote unquote, 
healthy. Now I will tell you that all kombuchas are not made equally, right? Mm -hmm. You know, everything's not the same. There are some kombuchas on the market. Um, we don't we don't name any particular brands. You know, you can do your own. You just read the label. What's in it? Right. I always say, like, you know, if you if you going out to buy buy a pack of cookies and okay, cookies is cool. Cookies is all right. I don't want to bash on any whatever you choose to put in your body, that's on you because you gotta live in that body, right? But let's just say you go and get you some cookies and you pick and, and if you you know it would behoove you, I would say, to just read the label. It does not take 29 ingredients to make some cookies. Right. If I can't read it. I don't we know that you're not gonna put in your body, right? It's like flour, sugar, butter, yeah. like right. why all these things, all these preservatives and things. So, same in terms of kombucha. You know, if you don't, my mom always said, if you don't understand, if you can't pronounce it, then and I say that to my kids, you yeah. Why are you get? What is that? Like, what right. is that? I don't even know yeah. what that is, and I'm not gonna take yeah. time to research it, right? So if I can, and say, oh, they get tricky with the words too, like oh, they, yeah. like when they started taking like um high fruit, was it high fructose corn syrup? But then they changed the name, like they changed the name. All the this lab, like yeah, I mean it's and yeah, and and the like the bitter, like the the four uh, four categories, the four categories. So my husband and I did this detox and the teas were so bitter. Like it, and um, I just, it just took, like you you have to reset your, your taste your buds. It's your and, palate. Oh, yes. okay. Well, it will. Yeah. Mine had to be reset all the way. Cause I, I was like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and you know what? And, but the bitter, I, I, I would venture to say, that you know the whole idea behind the detox is to clear out and to cleanse right yeah and even though your taste buds may not have initially welcomed those flavors of bitter once you adjust it to it right yeah it's, it it's okay and and then yeah. and, you feel, and your body feels better absolutely yeah after after a few days it was like oh this doesn't taste as so harsh as it did before Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, so it's just so important. And then the final thing I heard you say, Dr. Asher, was about, you know, the earth and the disconnection from the earth. Whole nother topic. Yeah, I got a lot of in the grass after this. Let me tell you something. So, and, and I got my crystals right here. So interesting. Oh, oh, your crystals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. So I love crystals. In fact, I keep one in my in my pocketbook. I have a rose quartz in the shape mm-hmm. of a heart, and I, I um, stand on my 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 dressing yeah, because the rose quartz is representative of love. You know the mm-hmm. rose, but um, I keep it in my bag because whenever I feel and it's things like that, those little tangible things that you can touch. Mm-hmm. That's just my way of like, okay, I pull it out my bag when I when I need to take a deep breath. Maybe when I'm just like perhaps having a negative thought, I pull out my rose quartz and just, it just kind of grounds me. But I will say that I just put a post on my page yesterday about this thing. It has a name. They call it earthing. I'm like, mm-hmm. they name stuff we've been doing for forever. Our ancestors was earthing. That's why, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they were able to make the trips that they made barefoot. Yeah. That connection to the earth is real. Right? Absolutely. Talk about stepping outside uh, with no shoes on. This, so I walk around like I have a lot. Like anytime I'm at home and I'm blessed to be in a place where I can step out my door, step on the grass, nobody's around. And so, um, to the degree that 
we are able to do that, it is this thing. I mean, there's a movie, a book about it. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's like earthing is a thing, and it can. And the reason why, because the earth is electrically charged, it has and we are magnetic. Like, we have we ions. Are, listen, that's a whole. Not, yes, girl, we could do topics. I'm here. For Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm like, listen, we are booking you for like the, like a three more shows. Okay, we need a part exactly because I mean I think we need to know this. We are I think we are so disconnected. I think yeah. that this whole thing when when this coronavirus first first I was like, this is this is beyond our understanding, yeah. and I the earth like we need to be reset. We need to have like gain a connection like. You know, I, I just sit outside and I like just appreciating like the trees swaying back and forth, the air, feeling the air, feeling the sun. Like, I mean, and my husband at first, he started, he was looking at me crazy a few years ago when I got in. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. To all the folks like, listen, you know, I would go to family events. We outside, take your shoes off. Like, you know, see, and they'll be like, what you doing? And I, some of my other cousins would get it. And I'm like, yes, just, let's just, take you know. And, yeah. and I will tell you that, you know, and this is, again, I talk about things that I know have been my personal experience. It's not just things I may have read or studied right, about. Right, yeah, I yeah. These things myself. I had, um, for the longest time, I've been having this challenge with my knee. Right. And through this COVID. So I want to say two things. One is that even pre-COVID, I have always said um, part of what's plaguing our society mm -hmm. is our further disconnection from the earth. Mm -hmm. We are as a society, we've become quite disconnected from the mm -hmm. earth. But I want to say that for me personally, through even though, you know, like I practice yoga, I swim and doing all the things, take care of my body. I still had this thing with my knee. I had been last year. I've been doing a lot of weightlifting and things like that. And I think I just injured my knee. I just did like something about like maybe I was put, do, doing too many leg presses or the weights and things like that. And so I was like, what is going on with my knee? This year, and this is pre-COVID, COVID has just made it, like, elevated it for me. Like, I'm, I just walk barefoot all the time unless I have to go out and, and go somewhere and I put my shoes on. But um, I started walking barefoot and I noticed my knee. I'm like, wow. And, and in this movie, Earthing, if you watch it, it's a documentary. It talks about how, you know, just the, the, the act of walking barefoot um, heals the body. 
And so I totally believe in it, in my experience that my body is healing as a result of me losing the shoes. Because one of the things they say in the movie is that synthetic shoes is the worst thing that has happened to mankind because it separates you. You know, when you're in your shoes, it separates you from the earth. And the more you can stand or connect your hands or your feet, just the, the connection to the earth, the better for you. So, and so, I, in, so I, I've been, I'm sorry, go ahead. I want to follow up on that. I believe that. So my son has been taking martial arts and they've been, um, it is some type of African mixed martial arts. Um, and they've been actually at Piedmont Park outside, but they don't wear their shoes. Right. When he first started, he was wearing his shoes. And I was like, well, King, does your sensei wear shoes? And he was like, no. I said, well, maybe you should just wear your slides. Yeah. However, he has his feet are outgrowing his body type, basically, because he's growing so fast. So he has like this, he, his, he's kind of flat footed, but it's kind of either way. I've been noticing since he's been going and they've been taking their shoes off that that's it's going from here to here. And so I asked his sensei about it and he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, it'd be fixed. He never told me how, but now I'm seeing what he's saying. Like the more he's having him stump and he's do he makes him do stuff and he makes him yeah. and I'm yeah. like, oh wow, this is what's happening with his feet. And I'm even starting to see him walk differently in the house. Yes. All because he's been using his feet with um no shoes on that grass. That is interesting. So so from a kinesiology perspective, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Um the shoes in like so the shoes and the 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 how wide the soles are and stuff also impact your gait and so your structure your so from your spinal cord there have been shoe studies like when we are wearing six inch heels and we are on our tippy toes all the time yeah. and so it so are the the ligaments and tendons and things like that within your body it's it's all impacted from your so you not only that connect connection because I believe in chakras and all of that and you know alignment and, and all that but also the structural skeletal um, frame, you know, your, our frames of our bodies. All right. Um, when I was, I would do kettlebell exercises and you are able to grip the ground with your toes and, and manipulate, you know, um, your surroundings that way. And you can't do that in your, so in, in tennis shoes and, and other types of footwear, like I would wear those five finger V rum shoes. Um, and so I, I would go, um, doing activities like, and I, I went and you have to be careful, too, because we are our feet are sensitive. So we we if we haven't been running in, in barefoot, then you have to gradually you, you know, work it. up to that yeah. because you can you can do some injury to your your feet through that. But, you know, it has to be yeah. a gradual process. And yeah. so it's very scientific. It's very um uh, we have to understand like our bodies. We have to understand like the 208 bones that we have in our, you know, we have to understand the muscles and the link and what and how mm -hmm. it impacts. And it's, again, it's not separate. These things are intertwined and interrelated. And so the spiritual, the physical, the, you know, and all that wellness is, is, um, is, is a relationship between all of them. And mm -hmm. so um, it, it, it would behoove us <laughs> to, um, to, to educate ourselves about, our temples and about our bodies and and Amen. what that means. Amen. So, Amen. so how not I only yeah, and say how I met Miss Kamiko. Okay, so I want to make my my experience personal. Okay, so I met her through, like she said, a mutual friend who actually is our artist who created our logo. So shout out, um, to I. 
That's my girl. That's that is <laughs> love her. Love her. Like yeah. on a deep level. Yeah. That's a whole show right there. Yeah, she is. She's a whole a show by herself. Right? <laughs> and so I met her, um, and we were actually supposed to meet about something totally different. Um, but I was so sick because I had a herniated disc rupture. And I think I told you, and you said, Well, come to my studio. Then I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I could barely drive. But I went. And the first time I went, it was not regular yoga. It was restorative yoga. Mm. And I said, I'm only going to lay here. That was what I was thinking. But I felt so much better when I got up. So and that's the first time I ever had her, uh, Kim Boucher. So remember when we went to Denver and I said, oh, I've done this before. We were at a sound healing. That was like one mm-hmm. of the first. Okay, because I was going to say, explain what happened with the restorative yoga. Well, nothing. She told me to lay down. She asked me where I was hurting. I told her. She gave me some blocks. Um, she set me up to where I was comfortable. And, um, you know, she did some intentional things, made sure that I was focusing on the um, areas that I was actually hurting on, but making sure that I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, um she did some sound things that time too. Something was going on. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember laying there and just getting rest. And remember also we, they had nap therapy and I was like, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> What's in yoga? That's basically what happened. I took a nap and I woke up and I felt um, much better when I woke up from that nap and I realized that I needed a break. So she invited me to come to the next one, which was a sound healing, a live sound healing. So okay. there were the bowls, there was the water, there was just everything there going on. And um, the healer was stuff was there. And so a lady I met there actually asked me, she came over, she says, oh, I heard that you were in pain. Because again, Kamika was amazing with making sure that I was comfortable and knowing my condition. And so she came over, she asked me, well, where where is it hurting? So I told her exactly the location that the doctor told me. And the lady told me, oh, you're going through financial problems, a stress relationship. I mean, like she gave me myself. She says, go read this. So she gave me something to read, some links she sent me. She um, she texted me right there in the parking lot. And I went. That is how I found out to stop taking the inflammation, the um, anti-inflammatories they were giving me. And I just strictly went to turmeric. And and I'm telling this because I want to say I thank you to Kamiko because that experience of that one time going to sound healing opened up the rest of my healing process. So after that, um, I took the, I stopped taking the anti-inflammatories. I strictly only did the natural things that they told me to do when I was there. I actually started to meditate and think about the things that the lady told me about what was in my life that was stressing. When I went back to the doctor after that for a checkup, the doctor said to me, he said, you better be glad you're a swimmer, that your core was strong enough to handle this because you would have been worse off. Mm. So because of that, he put me in aqua therapy because I said, I have to go back to work. Mm. And um, I took myself off the medicines because mm. I realized they were only making me feel worse. Mm-hmm. And so um, dealing with the gut health, I did have to go through dealing with gut health because it did. It, I guess it helped me. So I don't know. I guess explain that. I guess how I helped process the pain, like whatever was the, I was the inflammation, I guess. It helped to take out yes. the inflammation. But anyway, I learned all of that through her. So when we went to Denver and I was telling you about, you know, oh, the sound healing, the different experiences we were having, I was like, oh, I did this here, this one little studio. This is where I got it from. Right. I think, oh. and I think that, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Thank you, because you got me back together from that. And I still actually practice what she thinks. And I, I think that whole, because you were like, that whole Denver experience, she was like, Asher, we are going to be intentional. Asher, we're going to do this. Asher. And we were like on the mountain. We were, I mean, and we were going, we went on the hikes. With, she had her crystals in the I was mad yeah. I didn't bring my crystals. Like, bring some of them off in the water. We were, and we sat, we sat down. We were like, listen, we were going to, that was such an amazing experience. Oh, I thank yeah. Girl Trek for inviting us to that. But like, we that was a great experience for us um, and, and and i just want to say that, that that's such a beautiful testimony and story and proof positive that it is a journey you see like you 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 had this experience it was positive for you you continued on and you continued on and like the journey has led you to your own healing and led you two together and let just it, it's just i love that and that's such a beautiful testimony and and what i say um you touched on this dr ashley you both did but this relationship is called symbiosis and I'm sure you're familiar with that term, like the symbiotic relationship. And that's, you know, again, this kombucha, it's another show, but the symbiotic relationship of how the fermentation happens to create this end product that's excellent for your gut. The symbiotic relationship between people, between experiences, it took one experience. Now, how you got to where you were in terms of the condition that you were experiencing started somewhere. It developed and developed to the point at which you were now living in pain. You come to, you know, we connect, right? You have an experience and then this journey, you know what I mean? I That just like, I love that, right? Like that, and I've always said that if I can affect one in this world, then, I, then I'm blessed, right? Because then you go on now, Adrian, and share your experience. You got and how you've influenced each other, and then you influence other people. And you're in a and so based on what the memories that your body has held in terms of that good experience and what you experience has a name. You said you came in and you took a nap. Oh, I'm just gonna lay here. So in <laughs> yoga, <laughs> it's called yoga nidra. Yoga okay. nidra. Yoga nidra right, is the experience that you had. That is part of, um, in many restorative yoga practices will incorporate yoga nidra. Not all, there's different ways, but restorative yoga is just about that. It's about restoring, it's about healing, it's about supporting you um, so that you your body can heal. Because the one thing we know is that, you know, when we're ill, when our bodies ache, when we're in pain, you go to a doctor and a healer, the first thing they tell you is you need to rest, mm-hmm. right? Your body cannot heal in go, in go mode. Because this, yeah. this is not healing. It's just like a, a sore that you might get on your body. You have to cover it. You have to baby it. You have to nurture it. It will heal because the body can heal itself. I mean, it's an amazing thing. If we, like you said, pay attention, study yeah, your yeah. body, learn this temple. Because this is the only earthly house you get. You only get one. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what they say. I don't know anybody that came back and told me they done had two bodies like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you. Yeah. Um, so for those who may not know about just like the entry point of yoga, like starting a yoga practice in general, could you explain like what the benefits of yoga are? And um, and then I have a follow up question after that. But could you just tell us like what are the benefits of, you know, starting a yoga practice in just in general? Yes. 
Um, so entry point. So the fact that we are we're just like I'm just so I'm gonna give you a live example. All right. Yeah. Let's just sit up nice and tall. Like I want you to just adjust your seat. So if you're sitting with your back up to your chair, come away from the back of the chair, sit up. I'm actually sitting on my my ball, which is why I'm kind of bouncy nice. here because yes. right, I'm sitting on a ball. I'm not sitting in a chair. OK, uh -huh. so I want you to plant your feet on the ground. In other words, like so I'm not wearing shoes. Right. Mm -hmm. So my again, because I told you, I walk around barefoot to the degree that I can. So plant your feet firmly. My hands are just resting on my lap. You can see my elbows are just kind of dropped down and just notice your shoulders right here, right? Just notice your shoulders, like how you're feeling. For me, I hold a lot of stress and tension here. If it's anywhere, it's going to be here for me first. So I want you to just take note of your shoulder. So think of the top of your head facing the ceiling. So you're you're just upright. So you, you mentioned your spine. So you have that length in your spine. And just for a moment, take your gaze down. So you don't have to close your eyes. If you feel comfortable, you can close your eyes. But I want to just encourage you to lower your gaze, even from the screen right here. Close your mouth. So seal your lips. And we're just going to take three breaths in and out through the nose, right? When you take those breaths, just notice how your belly fills up, your body expands on the inhale and it contracts on the exhale, right? So three breaths, here we go. So that was three breaths. So now I want you to now just drop your chin, take the chin and connect it to your chest to the best, the best you can, right? As you do that, press your shoulders or squeeze your shoulder blades back toward one another. So like pressing your heart forward, squeezing your shoulders back. And then inhale, lift your head up, bring your shoulders forward and just look up toward the ceiling. Look up, right? So to the degree that you can bring your head back, if it's comfortable in your neck, just take a look up, let your head go back. Bring your head back down forward, right? And breath is moving with the body. So we breathe and move together in rhythm. Drop your right ear over to your right shoulder. As you do that, intentionally press your left shoulder away. Take a nice inhale, lift your head up. Press your left ear to your left shoulder, press your right shoulder away. Inhale, pick your head up. And now, just come on back. Any kind of way you feel, come back to yourself, come back to me. Let's come back, look at each other. Tell me how you're feeling. You can, Dr. Asher, how you feel? Uh, you can't, it's a Shira, I'm sorry. A Shira, I'm sorry, Dr. <laughs> no, Shira, I apologize. Dr. No, um, Shira. I'm, I'm, I'm more aware of, like you become aware of like different points. Like I noticed like, I, my, like the top of my neck, like yes. right here is like, yes. Tight. Uh, tight, yeah. Yes, yes. so yeah. you notice the Shira. Adrian, tell me what your experience is. Just right, you know, just, I feel, I think I noticed any of those, fill those in. I noticed after um, the movements, like a pushing away the stretch, it gave mm -hmm. me a little bit, I felt a little bit more loose. Right, a little bit. So there, there's your entry point, Okay. right? We didn't do anything major, nothing complicated, just breath, pay attention, awareness, because the one thing about the yoga practice, it will develop your awareness like nothing else. Mm -hmm. Because it's the it's the constant focus on the on what's happening internally, 
right? Because we say, if we focus as much attention on our internal as we do our external, oh my, what would we be, right? And I've had, so I say the same thing when it comes to swimming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way too, Adrian. but um, swimming, you have to be aware of your entire body. From the top of your head, your fingertips to the your toe, like to your, it, you have to be aware. And for in order for you to be efficient when it comes to speed, like as a coach, Adrian, I'm sure I, and and you ha- you just have to be aware of everything. Yeah, you know how your breath, how how yeah. everything. And so that's what's so beneficial. And I think like there's a relationship between yoga practice and and learning to swim and just just engaging in water activities in general. Like that gives you that self-awareness um, and then spatial awareness too, like around the things that are around you. Um, the sounds. Yeah. Right? The, the feel. And, and that's why I think yoga is such an excellent compliment to swimming because mm. we swim when we're swimming that what that relationship again to the water, to the earth, yeah. that connection in the water. Right. But what happens when we come out of the water? How do we continue to develop that awareness so that when we re-enter the water again, that awareness is, is heightened? Right. Yeah. And, and, and as you said, the more aware you are of your body, that what's around you, the sounds right in and out of the water. It's just like we say on and off the mat. That's life. Right. Yeah. It's not just when we're on that yoga mat. It's not mm-hmm. just when we're in the ocean becoming aware. Right or in the yeah. water becoming yeah. aware. It's it's right now. Yeah. Right. It's 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 your daily life. It's your daily interaction with your children, with your spouse, with your partner, with whomever, with your sister, with your mama. It's the awareness. It's yeah. when yeah. somebody says something to you and you snap back. Mm. That that's what it is, right? That's why we do these things. It's mm-hmm. like when your kids get on your last nerve and you like. If you don't, it's the awareness. It's right in that moment. It's when you receive word of pain or tragedy. Trauma. Processing trauma. That's what the practice, what the swimming, what it's about. It's not that thing itself. It's so much bigger than that. And that's my message, if I can share or lead with anybody, is more more than just that stroke. Mm -hmm. And that, you know what I'm saying? It's more than, right? Because breath, right? And how connected is the breath, right? Yoga is about the breath. Swimming is about, if you are breath, you're not swimming. (laughs) Oh, you can't breathe, then you can't swim. Right. You can't swim. Yeah. How about if you're not breathing, you're not even here. Right. right? And we living in this age of COVID, we the breath where we yes. gotta wear these masks, where we witness this man, this black man murdered because he lost oh, his breath. My God. Okay, can we talk about breath? Because right there, I mean, I, that's a, another show. I just, that, take just, that, another just, that, show. Had, that just had a whole feeling go through. My, I yeah. I avoided that? watching. I did like I. I take a I, breath. I avoid, take a breath. Avoided, take a breath, Doctor Shira. Take a breath right there because, in that moment. Yeah. Take a breath because that's I, that's 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 yeah. the thing. That's why we're doing this work. Yeah. Take a take. I always say to people. Start and end with the breath. 
Just take a breath. Because just like, see how you reacted to that? When I said that, like your whole body, like you went into a visceral response behind what I said. And so, so imagine that in all the generational years of trauma that we yeah, post-traumatic. Our- got PTSD. I'm telling you, girl, it's another show. It's, we got about ten shows up in we here. We do. I am. Right. I'm, I'm so. I am so serious. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not because kidding. this conver- this conversation is just is these com- these this conversation is so needed. Like, yeah. and I'm I'm grateful that you know in the connection that I've. <laughs> Forge with Adrian, and then just leading us to this conversation here. Like it's a beautiful conversation. I'm grateful for it, and everyone needs to, you know, needs to be able to have these conversations to reach, you know, that those perspectives and learning of, and even opening themselves up to learning about themselves. And it's um, good. And about yeah, it's good to learn in your children. Um, I did four yoga stances a practice and I only know good for that I just know off the top of my head. And I did them with my 10 and unders over the summer. And the days that I did it, they were totally different kids in the water. Their mm-hmm. bodies were different. They listened to me differently. I didn't have to keep saying, hey, hey, y'all hear me? They heard me the first time. You know, it was just, and I started, I'm doing research this summer. You know, I've been talking about me getting my mindful certification. So that's what I've been doing this summer, Ms. Kamiko. And I've been learning so much about the prefrontal um, cortex. The the frontal lobe. Yeah, and up here. the um, Decision-making, that executive function. Executive functioning with with kids, especially those kids in, like, middle school. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, because they're going crazy in middle school. Yeah. My kids kids with autism, you know, teaching them understanding because they don't understand. They're right. so off. So being able to use how to help them to use their executive function. But they feel the, the, the artistic other they, sensory. The yeah. sensory, right? Yeah. So it's been so um I, I do like the breath. The breath is everything, and the breath has been everything for me too. Because I so don't we say the breath, the breath is queen, right? The breath is queen. The I breath like is the bridge between the mind and the heart. The mm-hmm. mind and body, that is your connect. How do you connect mind and body? It's breath. It's, breathe. it's through the breath. The Love breath that. rules. Oh breath rules. This giving me chills. I know. <laughs> true. Like, so how about that connection, right? For swimming. For yes. your, it's the breath. Mm-hmm. You got to breathe. You cannot hold your breath under any circumstance. You can't hold your breath. You can hold your breath to a certain degree, right. but you gotta let you got to breathe. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. What you said about being intentional, I heard uh, Ashira. You said Adrian. Adrian brought y'all went up to the mountain, and it was intentional. You got yeah. to be intentionally breathing, consciously aware of your breath. You got to feel it in your body. You can't just like splash water and be swimming. You're not swimming, right? Yeah. It, right? You splashing, right? <laughs> but you're not swimming, but so it's intentional. It's intentional. It is just, I. if I can leave with a word, I would say it's intentional. Got to be intentional. Yeah. 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 Breath is queen. I Breath love, I love that. That's a whole t-shirt. Thank that's you. A whole, look, that is. I got some t-shirts in me. <laughs> oh, listen. We need merch. <laughs> Breath is queen. I love that. Right? Yeah. And we know, now let's talk about like the, because the queen is the ruler. We know there's the king. 
and we know there's the queen. Talk about the chessboard, okay? I was about to say that. That queen, she can do anything. Well, my husband and I were having a conversation about just the dynamic of that, of the men and the women and the relationship and leading. And that's a whole. Look, this is conversation 11, okay? You got so many jewels you dropping on us. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure being here. I really thank y'all for inviting me, for allowing me to share. I really appreciate y'all. We just, you know, had a great vibe. The energy, energy is real. It is real. Energy is real. Energy is real. It's been really wonderful. Even, Even through internet. It's amazing. Yes. Yes. Internet, right? You bring your whole self. You just be be yourself. And that, you know, I remember Adrian. I said, So what are we gonna be talking about? She's like, just be yourself. Just just like okay. Okay. (laughs) And it'll flow. It'll flow. Yeah. But yeah, we thank you so much for coming on here, blessing us with your presence and your knowledge about yoga and kombucha. And you know, so how can um, our listeners find you. How can they reach out to you if they have any questions? I know, um, seriously, when I come to Atlanta, I'm going to be hitting you up because, yes, absolutely. And, oh, um, yay. Okay. So how, so like, give I, us your information. Yes. What do you have coming up in the future? All of that. Oh, my gosh. Girl, you're giving me a whole nother, a whole nother, I'm getting a second wind here. Okay. <laughs> So I am on social media platforms. Uh, so I have two platforms, Harmony Wellness Angels. You can find me on IG, Facebook under those names. I'll keep it really simple. And also uh, my kombucha brand has its own page and platform as well. So Harmony Wellness Angels at Harmony Wellness Angels both have websites. But again, all that information is on any social media platform you may find. If you are not on social media at all, you can visit any either of my websites. Uh, and that would be HarmonyWellnessAngels.com or Kombucha.com. Either of those internet sites also have a YouTube channel. I share my videos and, you know, just basic breath practices, easy things. If you want to jump on YouTube, grab a video, you know, find something that suits you. Um, Talk about what's coming up. So I am very clear about creating healing spaces for people of color, for black and brown bodies. And in the month of September, I am creating something called Soulful September Saturdays, which are an opportunity for people of color to come out. I happen to live in a very, in a place where we have a a lot of open space and open land. And um, we had an event here a couple of weeks ago where people were socially distant and it was yoga specific, right? And we were out on the field and we were able to be with one another as black and brown people, um, be safe, but be outdoors, as you mentioned, Ashira, right? So we're not in any indoor space. So we are going to provide a platform for black and brown yoga teachers to lead black and brown people. And that is like the soulful September Saturdays. You want to come out, you want to learn about yoga. You want to ground down to mother earth. We're going to be on the grass. You can practice barefoot, bring your mat, whatever you want to do is donation based doesn't cost you anything we don't want money to be a barrier to people um but we it will be a registration process because we do not want to overbook or have you know 
we can hold, it's, it's the size of a football field. We can hold hundreds of people out here, but we don't want hundreds of people to be exposed and around each other. We're trying to do, we're trying to create healing spaces, right? So it's not healing to bring together a crowd of people. We want to, mm -hmm. you know, honor the the CDC recommendations and things like that. And we want people to be healthy, but this is something that I am offering my people to come and heal, to come and connect with wow. one another. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be home in September, so I'm, I'm gonna find a way yeah. to get it done. Come out okay. and I'll be, I'll be sharing that information. If you take a look at my IG page, You'll yeah. see, you'll see what I'm referring to that happened uh, mm -hmm. two weekends ago with that outdoor yoga yeah. space. We kind of pan the, the area yeah. to show people what we are doing and what we plan to continue to do. And because September is National Yoga Month, um, you know, yeah. I just felt compelled to be able to, you know, share this practice with more. There, there are a lot of us out here. There are many black and brown yoga teachers out here. Again, it's another one of these industries where we don't get the light that we deserve. Yeah. And so we want to do to the degree that we can offer light and exposure to our people. We have some beautiful yoga teachers in our community. And I want to, I want to showcase them. These are my friends. These are my, yeah. you know, my yogi sisters and brothers. So we want to share that with, with our people because we heal as one of my yoga teacher friends share with me, we heal differently mm. because we've experienced trauma differently. We so have a different story. We got a different story. Right. So we need to heal amongst ourselves. We, we want to be in places that welcome us, that invite. You don't need a permit. You don't need nobody telling you you can't be here. You know, we, we don't need that. We need yeah. us, us supporting us. And that, wow. that's my, my upcoming offering for the month of September. That sounds so amazing. Oh, my gosh. It will be in yeah. attendance on Soul Saving My Life Soul Saturday. September Saturdays. Yes. All yep. right. And so much, Ms. Kamiko, for coming in. We definitely welcome you another show. We have to see you again, maybe in September, because we're going to have to go over some more things that we talked about. Yeah. Sure. We yeah, <laughs> elaborate on some other things, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of The Swim Culture. We appreciate your time and energy and uh, supporting us in what we're doing. Look forward to seeing or hearing us again on the next episode. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Swim Culture Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can get involved by following us at the Swim Culture on Instagram and Facebook. See you all in the water. This year, The Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our Holiday Gift Center. Find great gifts for any doer and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi OnePlus Drill Kit and the Dewalt Atomic Drill Kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, while supplies last, see store for details.